0: Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 474 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 2 of the Zohar, page 9b in Aramaic and English. I'm just going to give a little background to where we left off yesterday. We ended up by saying that this word, Becha, Bet-Kaf, by you, through you, Uh, is a name of assembly of Israel, uh, one of the names of God, it corresponds to the number 32, the 32 letters, name, if you look at footnote 161 on page 36 of the 4th edition of the Pritzker, uh, the, in, this inclusive name in, signifies Tiferet, who receives the flow from above and conveys it to Shekhinah and Israel below. <clears throat> For Rabbi Shimon, the word Israel in this verse may refer to Tiferet, whose full name is Tiferet Israel. Assembly of Israel can refer to the people Israel or to Shekhinah on Tiferet, including all the letters. See Zohar, part 1, 247a to b. So that's where I left off yesterday, uh, and I'm going to pick up today. I'll just read the one sentence before where I'm going to pick up today. When perfection prevails, one does not separate one from the other. And I guess it's one of those letters in that name from the other letters in the name, or perhaps Shekhinah from Kuchabrihu. And I'm going to pick up today where it says Ve'asir, asir, and it is forbidden. Ve asir la afrasha daminda. Ah, that's where, it, when uh, it is forbidden to separate one from the other. Ve asir la afrasha daminda itetami baala la berayone ve la bidhiru la la achaza piruda. Ha be השתקח ich kach זימנה וזמנה aו becholl פירודה. wezina an an av de pi da de adkra ham bami bala baala Anandahrin, lahashem bepe ruda, begin the Anan rechikin minach, Vishalti nachran in Alan, Ushemecha i befe ruda min shema de ikrebecha, Vahayome de Galuta, begin de Galuta Kadmaa, Havami betrishon, baitrishon, Uvay trishon i de hei kadmaa, Ulekabil ainshinin de la. Galluter de weit rion hawer ein schnin, Wei hun einschnin laischchtecha immerrewi a ahu we hawer peru der minschema ila a Rase de he ila a och gedein jjd ila a is da la le le eela ובית ראשון להקדישה, לנביא הנביאו דמיין חיים, דה המקורדילה הסתלק, ואי היא עין שנין דגלותה בגין דאי היא זין אי שנין עקרי, כמד עמר, שבע שנים. When perfection prevails, one does not separate one from does not separate from the other. One does not separate from the other, and it is forbidden to separate one from the other. Wife from her husband, though neither in thought nor in utterance, so as not to manifest division. Now, in exile, due to constant distress, we generate division, uttering that name apart from her husband, for she lies in the dust. Thus, Levad Bicha, apart from you. We utter your name. Apart from her husband, we utter this name in separation, for we are far from you and others dominate us, and your name is separated from the name called Becha. This applies to days of exile, for the first exile was from the first temple, and the first temple is the mystery of the first hay. Corresponding to her seventy years, the exile of the first temple lasted seventy years, and for those seventy years mother was not found crouching over them, and there was separation from the supernal name, mystery of supernal hay. Then yud, supernal mystery withdrew above, above to ein Sof, and the holy supernal first temple did not gush a flow of living waters, for her spring had withdrawn." She is 70 years of exile because she is called seven years. As is said, he built it seven years, 1 Kings 638. For note 162, when perfection prevails, ideally, ideally the divine couple Tifer and Shekhinah remain united, and Shekhinah, known as your name, should never be invoked by herself, and thereby separated from her husband. In time of exile, ever due to sin and suffering, the union is disrupted. Israel utters your name in separation, splitting her off from Tiferet. Levad Becha, understood now to mean apart from you, apart from Tiferet. <laughs> Putnote 163, First Temple, Mystery of the First Hay. The first temple destroyed by the Babylonians in 586 BCE symbolizes the divine mother, Bina. She is also symbolized by the first Hay in the name yud hei vav Grammatically, Hay is the typical feminine marker in Hebrew. The seven-year duration of the first exile symbolizes the seven Svirot, Chesed, through Shekhinah, which gestate within and issue from Bina. During that exile, Bina was estranged from these children, who were thus separated from her name indicated by the letter Hay. Footnote one sixty four, Yud withdrew this tiny first letter of the name Yudavve, symbolizes the primordial point of Chochmah, which waters Binah. Although normally united with Binah during the first exile, he withdrew above to Ein Sof. Consequently, Binah, known as First Temple, could no longer convey the stream of emanation to the lower Svirot. Binah is called seven years because she includes and in generates all lower seven lower Svirot. The simple meaning of the verse in Kings describing Solomon's building of the temple is he built it in seven years. However. The Hebrew wording does not include the preposition be in, and Rabbi Shimon exploits this lack, suggesting that Bina was built or fashioned to be seven years, that is, to include the spherotic septet. He is also playing on Bina, understanding and ve'yavnehu he built it. malchut bavel shnin schm Ella nehora un viu de maila a ha nahir we nach hitletata kewand to Israël we sch ma goed bawel ha a gaffe we e ka la Naharin, Kevandita de la Havo, Naharin, Migo Shaltanu, de Malho, Barvel, Istalak, Hahu Nehora, Mabua Ila, de Havanivia, Raza de Dadonai, oh, sorry, de Yud. It's yud. Yes. Raza de Yudis Talakle E Lala E Lala ain sof kidin inun Ainshin La Naharin, Verahunahi Rude Itman Nahava Vadaigaluta Ein Schnin Kivan De Adu. Shultanu devavel yisra el Kulula ahadru la it dakaa la se segula shlema kemil kadmin ela ze zeir ze il be erbuvia kad shlimu la ishtaka vesha hay tata al shalta akden yud neviu ilaa la Kolkach la ana anhara kima de hava milkad ela ze il ze il beir buvia de la havu daxyan kima de id khazi neviu Ilaa wala nevia wala de ahadal anhara ze igze Migo do haka di smola ve alda it garu behu be Israel Kravin Sagin Adeha DEHA hahoshek y hasehe eret Vehe tata it hashak venaf lat le ara Uneviu ila ista lak kemil kadmin Begin de malhut edom it takaf Be Israel ahadrule S'ur-chan-ay-hu ve'al-da he'i b'ay-t-shayni it'cha-rav shiv-tin shvat d'ila Kehushban ban Dilhon inun begaluta de chut edom und ila ist alaq mal hu de kaima ala kima dat amu und avad avad hu ne dim kora ila de hava nagid u mila ila und gedein hava peude beheit bichene viu bigalta be kho in und treisa schwatin u umashrayan dilhon treischer salkin lehusban sage We all de behu Beholhahu Hushbana Ga Ruta, it Razin, le hakime liba, it Yurj, Shvatin, Alef Shanin, Elef Shanin, train Shvatin, Matan Shanin. Now, if you say that. The kingdom of Babylon ruled above, and the mystery of seventy years perished the thought. Rather, the flowing light of supernal mother illumined, cascaded below. When Israel sinned, and the kingdom of Babylon gained dominion, that radiance was covered and darkened, and holy lower ones did not shine. Since the lower ones did not shine, on account of the reign of the kingdom of Babylon, that light withdrew, and that supernal bubbling, gushing spring, mystery of Yud, withdrew above, above to Ein Sof. then those seventy years did not shine, and the withheld radiance surely constituted the exile of seventy years. When the dominion of Babylon was eliminated, all of Israel did not return, purifying themselves, becoming a perfect treasure as before, rather, little by little, in disarray. So when perfection was lacking as lower hay began to prevail, Yud, supernal bubbling flow, did not descend to illumine as potently as before, rather, little by little, erratically, because they were not fittingly pure. Consequently, the supernal flow did not gush or illumine, shining only little by little due to constriction on the left. Therefore many wars were declared against Israel until darkness covered the earth. Lower hay darkened, falling to earth, and the upper flow withdrew as before because the kingdom of Edom grew strong, and Israel relapsed into decay. So, hey, the second temple was destroyed, and all her twelve tribes, corresponding to the number of their camps, are in exile in the kingdom of Edom. The supernal flow withdrew from that flow above her, as is said. The righteous one loses. Isaiah 57.1 loses that flow of the supernal spring, gushing from above. Then, hey, second temple, suffered separation, going into exile with all those twelve tribes in their camps. Twelve tribes amount to a great number, and since mystery of hay is among them, exile is prolonged for that whole number. Mystery of mysteries transmitted to the wise of heart, ten tribes, a thousand years, two tribes, two hundred years. Footnote one sixty five Kingdom of Babylon ruled above, dominating not only the people Israel below, but Binah or her Spirot above. This is impossible, rather the impact of Babylon's dominion was more indirect, whereas originally Mother Binah had illumined and nurtured all those below as a result of sin and exile, her light was obscured and only and holy sorry, and holy lower ones, the lower Sfirot, lost their radiance. Footnote 166: When the dominion of Babylon, when the exile came to an end, not all of Israel turned back to God or returned to the Holy Land. Even though the end of Babylonian domination signified the empowerment of Shachinah, who is symbolized by the final lower Hay of Vavi. Israel's sporadic behavior impeded the emanation from Chokmah, symbolized by Yud. Their imperfections strengthened the forces of harsh judgment on the left, which constricted the flow. And Israel's failure to return en masse. From Babylon, see Shir Shirim Rabbah on 8, 8 through 9. On their sin of intermarriage there, see Ezra 9 to 10. Footnote 167. Wars were declared. Israel's failures stimulated war on the dimming of Shekhinah. The second temple, symbolizing her, was destroyed by Rome, known as dome, And she went into exile along, along with her angels, known as twelve tribes, in their camps, lower angels, or the twelve tribes. Footnote 168. Sorry, lower angels or the tribes of Israel. Footnote one sixty eight. Supernal flow withdrew the flow from the highest. Shevirat withdrew from the flow above her. That is, from Yesod, who ideally streams into Shekhinah. Consequently, she was deprived of the flow and became separated from her partner. The simple meaning of the clause in Isaiah is the righteous one avad perishes, but Rabbi Shimon understands it to mean that Yesod, known as righteous one avad, loses the flow of emanation from above. Footnote 169. Twelve tribes amount. The immense number of angels surrounding Shekhinah, including their camp, signifies the prolongation of exile. The second part of the sentence can also be rendered, and since Mystery of Hay lies among that whole number, exile is prolonged. Footnote 170. Mystery of Mysteries. Rabbi Shimon begins to reveal the secret chronology of messianic redemption. Each of the twelve tribes... Represents a hundred years. The ten tribes of the northern kingdom of Israel, excelled by the Assyrians in 721 BCE, symbolize a thousand years. The two tribes, Judah and Benjamin, excelled by the Babylonians in 586 BCE, symbolize 200 years. See above note 155. Quote, now, however, I must reveal something that no one else is permitted to reveal. On the opposition to calculating the time of redemption, see Babylonian Talmud, Sanhedrin, Ninety seven B, Derich Eretz Raba eleven thirteen, and cross reference Mechilta de Rashbi, Exodus twelve twenty nine. Shahu dim in Shahu dim in Lemipal, Patach ve amal, Bacho tivke, Balayla Vedim at Vedim ataha al Heheyaha. Al Lechea Bedimata Al Lechea. Le soft race Dibagaluta, Lelia, Itra le'inun Inun, Sanehon de Israel, Ad Yit Al Vav Lizman, Shitin, Vishit Shanin. Levatar tresa shvatin De inun Elef Umatan de galuta Levatar ad shitin Veshit shinin Bechashoha de et briti Yaakov Da itaruta De at vav De ihu nefesh De vait Yaakov raza da nefesh Lebet Yakov, Yaakov Shishin Vishesh Ve ihu vav Nefesh de vait Raza de Tata. Veda vav, Raza de Shishin Shish Shishin le Itaruta de Yakov, Vesesh le Itaruta, le Yosef, ve Alda Ihuvav, de Inuntrain, Behiburahada, ve Raza Hada. Tears began to fall. He opened, saying, She weeps bitterly in the night. Her tears upon her cheek. Lamentations 1-2. At the end of twelve tribes in exile, Night darkens for Israel until Vav arouses at the time of sixty-six years. After twelve tribes constituting twelve hundred years of exile, And after sixty-six years of darkness of night, Then I will remember my covenant with Jacob. Leviticus twenty six forty two, Arousal of the letter Vav, soul of the house of Jacob. This is the mystery of all the souls of the house of Jacob, 66, Genesis forty-six twenty-seven twenty-six 26-27, which is vav, soul of second temple, mystery of lower hay. This is vav, mystery of 66, 60 for arousal of Jacob, 6 for arousal of Joseph. Therefore it is vav, 2 in a single bond, a single mystery. Footnote 171. Tears began to fall. Contemplating the prolonged bitterness of exile, Rabbi Shimon begins to cry and opens with an appropriate verse. Footnote 172. End of Twelve Tribes. The Second Temple was destroyed in 70 CE, or according to Seder Olam Rabbah, 68 CE, initiating a prolonged period of exile. 1,200 years later, in the 13th century, around the time of the Zohar's composition, the exile intensifies until finally redemption begins to dawn 66 years later. If 1,200 years is meant precisely, the exile would intensify in 1270, or 1268, and redemption would dawn in 1336, or 1334. However, 1,200 may be intended as a round number, with the intensification of exile corresponding to the beginning of the 6th millennium in 1240. According to traditional Jewish chronology, the world was created less than 6,000 years ago at a date corresponding to 3,761 BCE. The sixth millennium corresponds to twelve forty forty one C.E. to C.E. If so, sorry, uh, the sixth millennium corresponds to twelve forty to forty one C.E. two two twenty two two three nine to forty C.E. two thousand two hundred thirty nine to forty C.E. If so, the redemption would dawn sixty six years later in thirteen o six, corresponding to the date of the appearance of the Messiah, according to Zohar, Part One, One Nineteen. Sees silver messianic speculation 91 to 92. Libus studies in the Zohar 8 to 9. The number 66 derives from the letter Vav in the divine name Yirevav hey, the numerical value of this letter is 6 corresponding to Tiferet and the five other sephirot from Chesed through so associated with him Tiferet is also associated as is also symbolized by Jacob and remarkably in the verse in Leviticus and nowhere else in the Torah Jacob's name is spelled Yaakov with a vav this letter is pronounced it can be spelled more fully as vav with two vavs whose two letters now signify respectively 60 and 6 the first number alluding to Tiferet symbolized by Jacob the second number The second to Tiferet's extension, Yesod, symbolized by Joseph. These two Svirot constitute a masculine pair. Tiferet is described as soul of the house of Jacob, soul or essence of Shekhinah, who contains or houses Tiferet, symbolized by Jacob. Shekhinah is symbolized by the Bait Sheni, the second temple, literally second house, and the final lower He of yud Vavhe. vav That's it for today's reading. Take care. (laughs)